Pacific Coast on the 16th of November, burr, burr, burr. except it's not very burr here. In Southern California, where I am coming to you live, it is, or recorded, depending on when you listen to the podcast, it is uh, going to be 90 degrees today. Hard to believe, November, we're getting 90 degrees. But yes, yes, indeedy, yesterday we did, today we did, it'll start cooling off again, be back into the 70s by midweek. But uh, yeah, a little toasty out here. On the left coast, um, and so uh, you know it's uh, shirt sleeve and shorts again for a little while. So we'll see what's happening today. The NBA opens up their um, their uh, trade deadline, so people can start or people can start trading and signing free agents. And so their signing deadline, I guess, is opened up. Or exactly, how do you wear it? The Wednesday. Anyhow, uh, they are allowed to start talking to people today. I guess they can. They the the first time they can actually finalize stuff is after the NBA draft on Wednesday night. So as part of the trades, apparently the Lakers are preparing to send a player they select and their 28th overall pick and Danny Green to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, they're trying to get guard Dennis Schroeder. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens as they try to uh, stack the deck in terms of getting themselves the best people they can. Now, Anthony Davis did opt for or um, uh, opt out of his last year of his contract. It was a player option, and he is a free agent now. Uh, but it is widely assumed that he will be re-signing with uh, Los Angeles at, on a max contract. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, both Rajon Rondo and Avery Bradley are expected to go into free agency, and we may lose them as well. So the Lakers may lose Rajon Rondo and Avery Bradley. Now, Avery Bradley didn't play in the finals because he has a child who is at high risk, and so he felt that, that it was better for him to not be outside the house, uh, and so he chose not to go to, um, to Miami or Orlando. I guess they were in Orlando, right? And uh, and play. So, oh, excuse me. Um, pardon me. Yeah, boy, morning, huh? Um, so Rondo played a key part though in the finals, and if he's possibly gone, they definitely need another floor general to run the the um, uh, team when um, LeBron is resting. You know, when he's off the court, they need somebody else out there who's going to be the primary ball handler. So, uh, yeah, they're working that out and seeing how it's going to see uh, how it's going to all play out. Uh, it's going to be interesting, a little bit of this sort of a, and it's a very compacted off season because they're going to start playing ball again uh, at the tail end of December. So we'll see what happens with this very compacted, shortened off season. The other thing that people are going to be watching is to see what happens with LaMelo Ball. He is uh, considered one of the top picks in the um, upcoming draft. And who gets him, where he goes, and how he turns out. Uh, there's even been some talk about him being paired with his brother. Uh, and so you would have the Ball Ball team. We'll see what happens. Um, could be interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with Brooklyn this year. 
since their two superstars were both uh, sidelined most of this, if not all of this entire uh, season. And so we'll see what happens with Brooklyn uh, and uh, how that all comes together, whether or not it makes sense. So. Ooh, darn. I apologize. I got the yawns today. Um, but there's uh, other stuff going on around the NBA. Apparently, Karone Butler's going to be hired as an assistant coach for Miami. Um, and Houston is rumored to be breaking up their team. So we'll see what happens with James Harden and Russell Westbrook and where they both land. Um, I've heard varying conversations about which, if if not both of them would be sent somewhere else and why um, the one that was talking was uh, Westbrook apparently has said he's not happy being sort of second fiddle to Harden um, realized West, Westbrook was a superstar starter when Harden was the sixth man off the bench uh, in OKC and it's a little hard maybe for him to understand that that uh, the other guy is valued more by this new team. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Exciting things are going on in the offseason as they um, are moving around. Apparently, oh, this is interesting. James Harden has considered the Brooklyn Nets as a top trade destination. So perhaps James Harden is trying to get sent to the Nets where he can play with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Since, as I alluded to earlier, they spent the last season sitting watching um, picking up Harden and then you would have Durant Irving and Harden and granted you've got three guys who all sort of like need the ball a lot because they're all ball heavy shooters uh, but can you imagine trying to guard that team it's like you can't double anybody because the other two are sharpshooters and so um, that poses a lot of problems for a lot of teams that's that's difficult difficult group to guard um, you know, and even if you look at like the Lakers, so you put one of one superstar on each of their superstars, and they still have one more. Wh who's the other guy? Makes Here's Aaron. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Wherefore art thou, Aaron? Hola. Huh. I think she's going to say goodbye. Try it again. Yeah, that did not work. Did not work at all. Hmm. Maybe she'll call back in. In three, two, one. Call me back. Hmm. All right. Well, so much for basketball stuff. Um, if you're not a basketball fan, you don't care. I was watching football this weekend, and I watched Kyler Murray make the most phenomenal play to get open and then chuck the ball 50 yards downfield in the air uh, into uh, the waiting hands of, um, oops, where is it? Into the waiting hands of DeAndre Hopkins. And it was just a phenomenal play with seconds left on the clock. So, uh, that was fun in the sports world. Let's try this again. 
Hello. Ah, there we are. Hi. What happened that first time? Uh, it just nobody picked up. Nothing there. I was I I it rang. I picked up and I'm going, "Hi, how's it going?" and there's nothing there. Uh, yeah, so. it just it, just, and it and my on my end it said um uh no answer. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, the world of Skype, who knows, you know. <laughs> it uh is what it is. You know, it's always been that way with Skype. Whether before they, when, before they were bought by Microsoft, and since they've been bought by Microsoft, it's just it's it works. When it works, it works great. And when it doesn't work, you just go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Scratch your head. Go. I don't. I don't understand. It doesn't seem to. It doesn't fail gracefully. That's the thing. No, it, it fails so. big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fails ugly. You know. So you just like. Hey doesn't sort of work doesn't partially it just doesn't work so um i was uh talking uh, uh you know today is the first day that they're allowed to start talking with free agents for basketball and then um the basketball draft is on wednesday so we'll see what happens with all of that um they've got the the shortest break between the end of one season and the beginning of next in major sports history 57 days i think uh but Again, they they want us to get wow. it started quickly because they want to have a wow. fairly full, not a full size season, but close to a full size season, and they want to get it wrapped before summer because the Olympics are supposed to be this next summer. Yes, but you, know, you think about the it's that means that the that, that the players really cannot take maybe maybe they take a week off because then they have to get be training again because they have to be in, in tip top shape. Yeah, because you know, normally you've got a long. A long break, then you your body can recover. We've talked about this. The body can recover, and there's going to be no time for that. Well, there's certainly a benefit to the teams that got knocked out early. I feel bad for um, for the Miami and the Lakers teams because they just wrapped up. You know, they did, and so um, you know they they you know blink, and you're like, okay, back at it. You know, it's like the never-ending season, essentially. Now that said, they got an unexpected several-month break at the, you know, in the middle of the season as well. So, not like they didn't get any time off. They're just not getting it all in one continuous block at the end of the year. So, you got to think that they went into the the playoffs uh, in better condition than they would during a normal season because they had had several months to sort of uh, recuperate and and you know lick their wounds a little bit. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, do you think but, the country's going to shut down again? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that that uh, that uh, you know, that's the messaging coming out of the Biden camp, and uh, you know, unless there's some you know magical miracle that uh, I don't see coming at this point, he's going to clearly be the president. And I think that's the direction he wants to take us in is let's shut down over the winter and see if we can knock this out and come out stronger on the other side. Um, I think that it's going to have, depending on how it's actually pulled off, it it has the potential for having some some absolutely tragic uh, economic um, uh, consequences. But, but, you know, stronger coming out the other side. I think that's crap. Yeah. And well, and I, I just don't know. Message, but I think it's crap. Yeah, and, well, and the thing is, we don't know what it really means. You know, the, what is? I mean, shut down, shut down. You mean like nobody? You know, 
martial law shutdown, or are we talking about and, and realize that he, as much as the president um, thinks he has power over everything because he's the president, he actually has very little power in this area. You know, it's the the local communities have much more power than than the federal government does when it comes to like you know what's going to be open or what's not going to be open. And, and, you know, and I've beat my drum many a time now about how I think we should be doing this in terms of, you know, ranking the risk level for different facilities and saying that's, you know, you, you, me and the other guy can all decide whether the risk is something we're willing to take or not. But, uh, um, you know, or even if you were to say, hey, certain things are the risk is just too high. We're going to say anything that's, that's given X risk has to be shut down. That's fine. But, you know, it should be based on the facilities, the number of people there, the amount of airflow, the amount of space. It should not be based on what they're doing, um, you know, other than, I guess, things that require a certain uh, amount of physical contact. I mean, I can understand uh, saying that, uh, you know, that uh, you probably shouldn't be going into a small enclosed room and getting a massage where somebody's physically touching you and you're locked in the same little room with them for an hour or half hour or whatever, you know, um, that makes sense. That probably shouldn't be happening, but, uh, cause I would imagine the risk on that is relatively high. Um, but you know, trying to say that, 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 uh, you can go to your grocery store, but you can't go to your church or you can go to your, uh, um, you know, your haircut place, but you, uh, can't go to, I don't know, insert politically incorrect thing, you know, your gun shop or something, <laughs> you know, I, right. I just seems like there's a lot of picking and choosing there by politicians about which businesses they're going to allow to be successful, yeah. you know, and to me, yeah. that's completely inappropriate, but 100% agree. I know we've talked about this, but it's, it's continuing to be a challenge. Oh, I'm driving by where there's going to be a Christmas tree farm and all the tents are up and the decorations are up which means the trees will be there soon cool you know those are the, you know what's fun to do is uh, when you drive by on days when it's not 90 degrees out is uh, yes. as you can see it roll your windows down because you'll smell the pine smell as you drive by yes yes yeah smells like Christmas smells like Christmas yeah put a little Aww. sprinkle of cinnamon in your coffee it's like Christmas in a cup Oh, that's true. It's really now. I I finally went to Starbucks yesterday. So I ha, I've been wanting to go to Starbucks. Of course, it was ninety degrees outside, so I got a cold drink instead of a hot drink. I do want to <laughs> go and get, you know, a PSL pumpkin spice latte, and uh, you know, enjoy the fall. And uh, yeah, pumpkin spice soy latte. Yeah. Yes. Non-fat pumpkin spice soy latte. That's what uh, Sandra um, uh, in 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 the uh, proposal. Um, that that was the drink that he's that that uh, Ryan Reynolds spilled on himself. So he gave his his version to her, and and uh, and she goes, "Well, how come this girl's number is on this on my drink?" And he goes, "Well, that was my drink." And she goes, "Well, why do I have your drink?" Well, I spilled my drink. And you also drink a non-fat soy <laughs> spice latte, and no. he goes, "Well, and he goes, actually, I do. It's like Christmas in a cup." <laughs> nice. But uh, um, yeah, nice. Christmas in a cup. 
Yeah, I actually did it yesterday. I started uh, my uh, younger sister um, uh, sh- shared a, uh, I think it's pronounced with a soft G, so Jafelia, um, uh cappuccino, and you open up this little tube and dump it in your cup, and then you and then you use your K cup to make the coffee into it, and it gives you a nice frothy top on it, and it's delicious. Um, and it's not particularly sweet if you just get the regular cappuccino, but then I realized, I looked at the ingredients the other day, it has 11 grams of sugar, which is basically oh two God. teaspoons, two teaspoons of sugar in it. So it's like, okay, that's 90 calories instead of a zero calorie coffee. I got a 90 calorie coffee because of that. And I went, eh, still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, it's better but, than a 400 calorie or 600 calorie Starbucks milkshake, you know, coffee flavored milkshake. Yeah, yeah, and I thought, well, you know, I won't drink just a uh, straight black coffee every day anymore. I will have those every once in a while, but uh, but yeah, they um, aren't the healthiest thing in the world for you. But like you said, I could do worse. I could do much worse. Um, yeah, whether it be Starbucks or or even the McDonald's drive-through, that stuff is really sweet. So yeah, I don't like that. I, I... Typically, when I go to Starbucks, I get a flat white, and that's that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, blonde roast and flat whites are always ristretto, but I always I mention again ristretto, um, which is a different brewing process, and uh, uh, almond milk or soy milk. It's usually soy because soy milk is thicker and it's creamier. Um, mm-hmm. A soy uh, flat white—that's my favorite coffee drink. I don't even know what a flat white is. So I will, I will, it's actually the most popular coffee drink in the world, um, from what I understand. Like, it's typically what people drink. And um, I will, hang on a second, I will um, explain it to you. I'm looking it up as we speak. Well, be careful. <laughs> oh, no, I'm holding my, 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 my uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, Driveway? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I got it. Smooth ristretto shots of espresso. Uh, get the perfect amount of steamed whole milk to create a not too strong, not too creamy, just right flavor. Mm-hmm. So that's a yeah, I yeah, I've got the Wikipedia page here. It's a coffee drink consisting of espresso with microfoam, steamed milk with small fine bubbles and glossy velvety consistency. It is comparable to a latte, but smaller in volume with less microfoam, therefore having a higher proportion of coffee to milk and milk that is more velvety in consistency, allowing the espresso to dominate the flavor while being supported by the milk. It's delicious. Okie dokie. It is my favorite. Hmm. You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, it's sort of like a a uh, less foamy cappuccino or a slightly smaller, more coffee-filled latte. I mean, it's, it's it, we're talking about ratio differences between cream and coffee, pretty much, and that's the only difference between any of these things. So, like, okay, <laughs> whatever. You know, it's a difference it's like, in how it tastes, though. I mean, it's a different Give me drink. a java. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who would say that you're drinking something that isn't a flat white because there's no real milk in it. You're putting, like, bean juice in it. But you're putting nuts with bean juice. Uh, okay. So? You know. So, it's if you like it, you're happy. Right? Exactly. There exactly. you go. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, whatever. You know. Just give me my caffeine. I don't care exactly what the transport system is. (laughs) 
you know. And IV will be just fine. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's like just just uh, pop a few no-dos and wash it with a bottle of water, and I'm good to go. <laughs> ah, well, there's a big orange cat in the park next to the house. Oh no, that's not your cat. No, he is an orange tabby. He's very pretty. He's just kind of hanging out, maybe waiting mm-hmm. for a gopher. I uh, was walking the other day, and this gray tabby came running up to me, stopped Aww. and rubbed up against my leg. And it was like out of nowhere, and you know, I mean, it was it was obviously a well cared for cat that had a collar on and everything. So I gave it a little oven, and it scratched its ears a little bit, and. And then walked off, and it was like, huh, that was weird. Just out of the blue, just came running over to me. <laughs> like, Aww. okay. Well, he knew that so, he had an itch, and you would scratch him. Probably, I guess. <laughs> you know, I always joke that, uh, you know, small children and animals love me. So, well, see, that's apparently, know. apparently the cat heard heard the news, you know. <laughs> I was like, hey, there he is. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so I keep I follow these um, on Instagram. I, I'm not in, on Instagram very often, but um, being a fan of of animals, I follow, follow these different rescue groups, uh, you know, for puppies and kittens. And there have been a ton of kittens lately. Um, and uh, uh, oh my gosh, it's so tempting to go get one. But I have two I have two senior cats, two geriatric cats. Yeah, they would, they would eat appreciate. a kitten. Well, yeah, I don't think they'd appreciate a little upstart, a little. It would wig them out beyond belief, I'm sure. Yes. Like, what is this thing? Yes, and why is he in my house? And taking away my attention. That's my attention he's getting. (laughs) Little monsters. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, it is so funny because each one of, both of the cats act like they're attention starved. And let me tell you, neither of them are. Oh, yeah. No, they are are well loved. Uh, But, you know, it's like once they get the they're like little love junkies right once they once they got a hit of of attention they just want more and more and and then they get angry if somebody else is getting the attention they should be getting in their perception they they do they do yeah they'll you know they'll fight over the laps and you know i'm sure you see that too they fight over who's in the lap and you know it's it's funny they they each kind of have their little spot and it's like if you pet one of them you can look over and the other two are always watching to see like well you're gonna pet me too and they're not quite as overtly jealous as like the cats are, you know, their personalities are just a little more laid back. Most dogs are, but they're very acutely aware of like fairness. You know, if you give a treat to one of them, they all need a treat. Now, one of them could get a, a, a steak and one of them could get, a, you know, a kibble. And it doesn't really matter that much. And I'm exaggerating, obviously, but but as long as they each get something, everybody has to get something. I don't think they really care about quantity so much as they do that, or, or, or you know how much they get. As 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 long as everybody gets, it's evenly distributed. You know, there's or there's <laughs> there is some distribution. So. One gets a treat, and the other one gets a pill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. that's a way to make sure that your pets don't love you. <laughs> It's like, how come I always get the the nasty thing and he gets he gets the yummies? What's the deal with that? I think yeah. I'll go pee on your bed. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yes, pets can be vindictive. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. All right. Looking at um, the news, uh, the Michigan's governor Whitmer. 
has uh, responded to Trump's advisor's criticism. Uh, you know, he, he uh, basically was saying, you know, let's let's free Michigan, you know, because they're Michigan's about to lock down again. And uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer says, I'm not going to be bullied, uh, be, uh, you know, because of this advisor's public rebuke of new restrictions in her state. We know that the White House likes to single us out here in Michigan, me out in particular, the Democratic governor said on CNN. I'm not going to be bullied and not into not following reputable scientists and medical professionals. The controversy, controversy, of course, stemmed from Whitmer's announcement of new restrictions on Sunday that include the suspension of in-person classes at high schools and colleges, as well as eat-in dining restaurants. So... Um, yeah, three-week pause at indoor dining, in-person learning, several other activities is what she has announced on Sunday. You know, for us to eat outdoors, like I went to a restaurant this weekend and we sat outdoors, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful and it was fine. But yeah, you don't live in Michigan, Michigan. <laughs> in November. What, what are they supposed to do? You know what I yeah. mean? You know, I guess it's yeah. all takeout. It's got to all be takeout and delivery. Yeah. You know, it's interesting we talk about that because I worry about that and worry about some restaurants and stuff. And I've mentioned on multiple occasions on this on the podcast and on the radio show my my love for Anchos, which is a local restaurant that serves um, uh, it's it's I think they call it a, a, a Southwest Grill, and uh, they cook everything over a mesquite open fire. It's delicious food, um, probably filled with carcinogens because of the fire and the smoke. But oh my gosh, is it good! I love grilled food anyway. I don't care. Um, and they have great, you know, I mean, they have grilled peppers and stuff. I mean, their, their salsa has has grilled peppers in it or smoked peppers. It's just really, really good. Um, their 31st anniversary was on the 7th of November. And as I am often want to do on their anniversary, I go down there and get some food. So I went and ordered it to go like, like you do these days, right? And... Uh, while I was in there, I got to talking with Dean, the owner of the restaurant, and uh, he said that they've actually been so busy that they, you know, in the middle of the restaurant, they have a tortilla machine that makes the tortillas. They put the dough, little pats of dough in there and makes fresh flour tortillas. Uh, in fact, they just won a contest for their quality of their tortillas. He's had to break out their old tortilla machine from the back, bring it out of mothballs, and get it up and running so that they can make enough tortillas. They've been so busy with carryout that they're actually busier than they were normally during this time of year in November, he said. Wow. Which it was stunning that to hear. Awesome. and And I was thrilled to hear that they weren't, like, limping along, barely making it, that they are just going gangbusters now they are a restaurant that had a patio already and it's a partially covered patio so that even in inclement weather they can use their patio and then they had set up additional um seating out in their parking lot with easy ups and uh it happened to be a little drizzly on that weekend and so um uh you know in other words a, a massive downpour for southern california and um <laughs> They didn't have the parking lot seating set up, but they still had the patio seating going. And uh, so there was people there, and there was an hour wait to get to patio seating. Uh, And when I ordered, there was almost an hour wait to get my food. Um, So I ordered it and then went and picked it up, you know, at the appropriate time. But it was delicious, and I'm so thrilled to have, uh, you know, Dean say, yeah, we're we're so busy, we don't know what to do. They haven't... uh, you know their their wait staff is now doing uh, like packaging and prep 
for shipping, so they haven't had to lay off anybody. It's been great. So, oh, that's so cool. I'm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, so there's hope out there if you have a good product and 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 people know about you, uh, that you can keep going. And obviously, a lot of people like me said, "I love Anchos. I don't want them going anywhere. So I'm going to make sure I go over there, you know, semi regularly, so that if I'm going to get an out you know, a meal to go, I might as well get a really good one." And keep a you know small privately owned one location restaurant still going because they're worth it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it's good to hear. And I, you know, we still eat out because you know I think everybody's tired of their own cooking, you know. And um, and we and we want this. We want to keep the economy going. It's just you know these restaurants and these retailers they employ our neighbors and our friends and our you know they, we want people to continue to do well. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went out from my favorite. My favorite food is pho, and um, uh, I usually make. You know, I have there's a there's a company that makes uh, makes uh, uh, a, a company called Happy Pho that makes different kinds. Pho on of, a stick? No, that it's a fussicle. <laughs> Happy Pho. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the noodles and then a spice packet, and then I um, I like the mushroom ones and I get mushroom broth and add mushrooms uh-huh. to it because I like mushrooms anyway that's what I that's what I usually do but I wanted to get like a good veggie pho so I went out for that this weekend and it was delicious um, and so yeah I like I like um, I want these restaurants to be there when, when we open back up completely so uh-huh. yeah on to something else who do you think or what state by the way you a belated think, know, food right? ding mm-hmm. what state do you think is the is the most charitable in the nation uh, I'm gonna say Wisconsin. Why Wisconsin? I just picked. I just picked a place randomly. I have no idea. What? Who's the most charitable? It's Utah. Utah. Okay. Yeah, I, but you know, I I think because so many of them. I mean, it's, tithing is a is is an important part of of mm-hmm. um, uh, many denominations, and and Mormonism is it's it's definitely an important part of it, and so I. You know, I'm sure a lot of that goes to their church. Now, having said that, yep. the church does a lot of charity, so it's not like that money is only going right. for the church, to the church, whatever. So, right. Well, I, I've read in. I was going to say I've read in in Salt Lake City that there's actually more Catholics than Mormons in this in that particular city, and also group of people who donate a lot to their church and Catholic charities do a ton of work. So, so um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me when you think about it. Yes. Yeah. And Salt Salt Lake City is a is a cosmopolitan city. There's people from all mm-hmm. over the world and you know it's a city so mm-hmm. um uh yeah so the uh most charitable states in the union is one is utah two is minnesota and this is volunteering um volunteering as as well um uh utah minnesota maryland oregon ohio um good lord where's california holy cow way down at the bottom number 43 is california isn't That's because that we're trying trying to pay for our houses that cost twelve jillion dollars. So expensive to live here, you have no money left over for food, much less charity. Well, and I, I, I'm teasing, of course, because you know there's plenty of people here that care and give. And um, but as a percent of population, when you're a huge, huge state, that sometimes can throw things off. Yeah. Well, and and you know, it's it's not everybody's ethos. People of faith tend to be more charitable um right. and that's that's irrespective of the faith so you know muslims give and 
and Christians give and uh, Jews give. Um, and so, but, but people who are, who do not, who are more secular, um, are, they give less. Now they say in, mm-hmm. in, in their ethos, a, a strong government safety net takes the role of a charity. Whereas a right. person of faith is more likely to say, no, there shouldn't be that. The government shouldn't be the purveyor of this stuff. It should be charities yeah. that do this. Work. It's on me to do good in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the, the, what, guess what the least charitable state is. This one actually surprised me. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say California, but um, I don't know. No, New York. California was number 43. New York. Arizona. Huh. That's funny. Right? Arizona. Least charitable, huh? And this includes... I knew there was something funny about those zonies. <laughs> this is this is, includes the, the gift of time and treasure. So volunteering and donating. So crazy, right? Hmm. So... Um, in uh, uh, world, the World Giving Index shows that the U.S. has been the most generous country over the course of the last 10 years. U.S. donors in 2019 gave more than $449 billion to charity, with 69% of the funds coming directly from individuals. And this is according to the National Philanthropic, Philanthropic Trust. Americans do more than just reach into the pockets to help others. They also contribute their time and plenty of it. Over 77 million people volunteer in the U.S., serving a combined total of 6.9 billion hours per year, the equivalent of $167 billion of service. So that's that's pretty amazing. Way to go, America. Go, America. Go, America. Um, you know, so they say, well, while the COVID-19 pandemic may have just disrupted some volunteer opportunities and it certainly did it hasn't stopped people from giving in fact donor grant making was up 16 percent in the first four months of 2020 compared with the same period in 2019 plus the covid stimulus will allow americans this is i guess uh no this was november 16th is what this is dated they believe that when the numbers come in they'll show that that covid the stimulus allowed people to still continue to give despite um, disruption in the economy so, but they're just at this point; those numbers aren't in, and so they're they're guessing. They're guessing. So, yeah, hmm. way to go, America! I think that charity makes you a stronger community. You know, everybody should have skin in the game um, in making the community better, and I believe that's done on an individual basis uh, more effectively than on a collective basis. Meaning, I make the decision mm-hmm. to donate my time and treasure. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that there's certainly a different sensibility when it's coming directly from you versus being taxed from you and then disseminated by the government. Yeah, taxing is not is not charity. Taxation right. is not charity. That's just it's just not. Yeah, but there's also just a different sensibility of like I'm doing things to help or doing things that you know you don't get that sense when you're just paying taxes. So, you know, you might sense of, you might get a sense of I'm doing my part, but but that's it's very disconnected from any good doings good deeds and yeah. there's something to be said for for doing good deeds so uh if you're not giving your money to charity have you noticed that the black friday deals have basically already started that they're ongoing yes target sent out a a uh, black friday deals now flyer 45 pages check your mailbox get a get a you know a small truck to carry it back up to the house Shut the because front door. that's like one of those old tiny telephone books yeah, that that's, that that's, reminds me of the old Sears catalog, man. You know, 
45 pages, uh, but they got all kinds of deals. You want a 55-inch LG TV, uh, 4K HDR TV for 349. That's 55 incher. Uh, you can get a, uh, a Roku TV that's 50 inches, also 4K, made by Hisense for 249. A 50-inch wow. TV. That is not a small television set for 249. Uh, Samsung has a 43-inch one for 269, and Samsung TVs, the, the, the quality of the image is phenomenal. Um, I, now, all of them are really good, but uh, I'm partial to the Samsung image quality. Uh, LG is also very strong. Uh, yeah, we but, have an uh, LG. And so those are the two that I, if I were leaning towards one these days, it'd probably be either Samsung or LG. I think LG's got better software as far as how you interface with the television set. Uh, and I think that the colors are slightly more natural out of the box on Samsung. On LG, you can get there, but you got to do a little little uh, color uh, calibration, uh, which most people don't do. They're just, they open it up, turn it on, and say, hey, it works. Um, but uh, lots of stuff going on in terms of sales. Uh, they've got uh, a 40% off all Wonder Shop and Philips Christmas trees. So, uh, you know, if you're still looking for your tree or Christmas decorations, they've got a buy one, get one 50% off on all Christmas decorations. So lots going on there. Uh, the, uh, Beats, uh, Power Beats headphones, the, their wireless earbuds that clip onto your ear so they don't come off while you're doing athletic things, 159 bucks. Uh, and those are the ones that have the Apple, uh, uh, T1 or T2 chip so that they automatically sync up to your iPhone uh, so you don't have to deal with Bluetooth settings. Uh, yeah. The uh, Xbox One and the new, it'll work 4K HDR Cyberpunk game is on sale right now for 59 bucks. It's a pre-order. It's supposed to be shipping on the 10th of December, but you can pre-order it at $59. I think it's regularly going to be a $79 game. Um, so uh, lots of deals out there. Hey, those, uh, the, oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Get a Samsung 65 inch class 7 series LED 4K UHD smart TV for $477.99. Yeah, it's if you're in the market for televisions, now is the time. They are just stunning deals, stunningly good deals out there. Uh, so uh, you want to get a do some watching on a big screen. You want time to upgrade? Now's the time. If you really want to do that, it's. Uh, there's some, some amazing stuff. And the quality of these TVs is, is shocking. I mean, if you haven't uh, wandered through a store lately because it's, you know, a life-risking thing, uh, the, the picture quality on these 4K, especially the HDR, um, you know, if you've got a 1080p TV and you sit across the room, going to 4K is probably not going to make a big difference for you. But the HDR, which is the high dynamic range, the blacks will be blacker, the brights will be brighter, uh, just the 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 contrast in the picture will be so much different that it's going to be significantly better looking to, to, to watch. Um, and so you really are not just upgrading to a newer TV, but to a better TV with HDR. Um, and most streaming devices now support 4k and HDR. So it's something to consider if you're, if you're in that market, uh, they've got Oster blenders for 20 bucks at target. And uh, oh, if you're going to do new blender, if you're going to do a, it's a classic series five speed. It's a good solid blender. Uh, it's got the plastic unbreakable uh, uh, tumbler on top as well. 
the um, it, for those who are who are doing a Thanksgiving thing, uh, Oster sells a triple warming buffet server. So it's a big tray that has three different bins in it, and it, you turn it on. You can set the temperature by electric, and you can keep things warm uh, uh, that way. I'm a big fan of the SodaStream Fizzy, and it's sixty nine yes. bucks at Target right now. And it comes with your first tube of CO2, which is what makes it bubbly. Uh, that's There's been some shortages of CO2 for your soda streams over the last few months. Um, but they're back in stock most places. And that, for 69 bucks includes your your uh, your CO2. So if you want some fizzy water because you don't like flat water, you know, and you can float a, a piece of cucumber or something in it if you want a little flavor, or you can buy a little bit of a, a flavor thing that doesn't have any sugar in it at all, just to give it a hint of watermelon or something. Uh, and the bubbly stuff, I personally really like the bubbly water, just a little bit of bubble, and it makes it so much more palatable to me than just drinking flat water. Yeah, um, I, I drink I drink carbonated water all the time, and but I buy the yeah. cans of um, yeah. um, Aha or bubbly or you know, right. or one of those. Well, this would be a more eco-friendly way because you're using the one bottle as opposed to, um, uh, you know, creating cans or bottles uh, of the other stuff and uh, probably ends up being cheaper in the long run as well. So um, if you if you drink a lot of bubbly water, it's something that I would recommend you consider. And anybody else out there, consider as well. If you have a baker in your life, the uh, KitchenAid Artisan 5-Quart Stand Mixer. Now, these are those heavy-duty mixers that look like they've come from a bakery. The Artisan ones are nice, though, because they come in lots of pretty colors, and they got big stainless steel mixing bowls. Now, it's going to sound like a lot. It's $2.99, but that's $80 off its regular price. Um, these are heavy-duty professional mixers. So if you're doing a lot of baking this time of year... Uh, you know, I've got, I've got bakers in my life and, uh, I know one of them has the, a kitchen aid and the other one probably will at some point. So, um, I do not have, I don't even think I have a mixer to be honest. <gasps> with you. I don't bake at all. I don't bake at all. Well, you know, you, you're related to somebody who bakes so freaking much that, uh, you're probably, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you just go, you know, just, just subtly casually mention to my wife that you would, you know, really enjoy a insert bake good here and it'll show up. <laughs> you know how that works. Well, you know both of works. my sisters-in-law, well, two of my sisters-in-law are avid uh, cooks and bakers, true Southern women. Now I know that your wife grew up in San Diego, but her family is, has Mississippi roots and, oh, uh, yeah. My my brother's wife is from Arkansas, and both of them are phenomenal cooks, and both of them bake yeah. beautiful beautiful um, uh, pastries and things. And so I am completely spoiled yeah. without having to mess up. No my kidding. Food. Yeah, you know I talk about about uh, my wife cooking a lot, but but uh, Greta cooks wonderful meals as well. So, um, hey, if you need a new dog bed for your puppies, they're also on sale at Target. Twenty bucks for a Boots and Barkley medium modern slant couch pet bed. Woo woo! Cool. And for after the holidays, they have a variety of vacuums on sale. <laughs> I'm just kind of flipping through their 45 pages to see what else is here. You know, they have all kinds of stuff. So it's interesting. 349 for your Apple Series Six watches, and 229 for the Apple Watch SE. So. Oh, you know, I don't have an Apple Watch. I have yeah. a. I have a really. Um, I have a. Uh, uh, a, a higher end. Fitbit that does a lot of the Apple uh-huh. Watch features, functions, yeah, but, uh, but not all of them. Yeah. Well, and I know Tobin uses, he's got an Apple Watch, that, but he has the, the 
Gen Zero, the first one, and it's uh, basically just a watch now because it doesn't up, you know, it doesn't upgrade to the software and stuff anymore. And so, uh, and as a runner, I imagine he 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 could use a new one too. So that's something you know. If they got really good GPSs in them. If you get the new, if you get the full Series Six, they actually um, uh, not only check your um, uh, EKG and your heart rate, but they also have a thing that. Um, uh, I think they put, was it blood pressure estimate that's in it now or something? Oh, no, it's the pulse ox. They will check the pulse ox in it. That's the newest thing that's in them. Uh, so you can check the oxygen content. So if you're having, if you feel like you're lightheaded or not getting enough oxygen, you can check and see what the oxygen level is in your blood built into your watch. Uh, but uh, if you don't need that, the SE's, you know, $120 less and does pretty much everything. So it's... Uh, it's amazing the technology, you know. It's getting to be like um, Dick Tracy we got on our on our wristwatch these days, right? You know, <laughs> um, but uh, all so kinds of good are, stuff going on. We are completely out of time. Oh no! But it's been so much fun. It has. It has. I love those Black <laughs> Friday deals early. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Crockpot. That's a holiday gift. That needs to be handed out. Another way you can warm food and keep stuff good. It's you know as the winter rolls around, crock is is it sounds yummy, and that's just my Absolutely. general term for anything that gets made. You know, in a crock pot is crock. <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for dinner? Crock. Not I'm having crock with with uh, crock shoes. Yeah, yeah. We're not having crock shoes, and I'm not talking about crack. I'm talking about crock. <laughs> Crockery. So- I have some crockery. So anyway, we got to wrap this so you can get on with your your day. And I've got a an episode of Generation Tech to do. So for those who are interested, you can catch us live in Generation Tech in about 10 minutes. And uh, if not, you can subscribe and download it. Uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Todd Brinker. I'm Aaron Brinker. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>